Hey, you've reached Trevor. Trevor Beggs, a.k.a. Begsy, a.k.a. Big Daddy Beggs. Do your thing after the beat. Hey, Trevor, I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl. Don't even bring it up, okay? Uh, look out for my mental health. Don't even mention it. We're not talking about the Super Bowl. We'll do that tomorrow. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. Let's talk about JT Miller. Let's talk about Ben Simmons. I'm, I'm provoked because I'm hearing that we may listen instead of uh, critique Ben Simmons this time around. I wonder where this is going to go. Yo, sports. Sports. Uh, sports matter, I think, again. Okay? Anyways, call me back. Trevor! Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Yo, it's been a while. But hey, your boy was loving, okay? Your boy was loving, okay? Your boy was loving. I had to do it. I had to do it. Take some time away from the bro. Because I was loving. Uh, how you doing? Hey, man. I, I know you didn't uh, you didn't cave for the Canuck tickets and, uh, you know, yeah. missed the start of your date. So I'm sure Valentine's Day went pretty good for you. But uh, yeah, did, man, did a little bit of the hype, you know. You were so excited. Like, I'd never heard a man... More excited about Valentine the Valentine's Day in his entire life, man. I mean, did it live up to the hype for you? It always, yeah. Every every minute with her lives up to the hype. All right. Oh, Honestly, dog, that's why on, they call man. you Fly Bowen. Hey, man, they call me Fly Man Bowen. Fly Man Bowen because I sound like Fly, because and I am Fly. Let's be honest, okay? <laughs> Let's be honest. They call me Flower Man Bowen as well because I deliver the goods and I deliver the flowers. I could go into the numbers on how many times I've bought my girl flowers over the past nine months but i don't want to do that to all the fellas listening to the program with their girls because i'll put them on blast i'll put them <laughs> on blast okay okay i can't buy you a purse yet but i can buy you flowers right trevor right right trevor right trevor wow. you're, you're getting the job done that i think you know don't you don't want to follow my footsteps yeah. i mean with my wife i feel like i set the bar so high on the first Valentine's Day. Yeah, you did. That uh, now I've come down to a level where it's like, it's nice and steady, but like the best Valentine's Day was the first one. So I said the bar way too high after that. Damn, so yo. I think you gotta, you gotta slowly build up over the years. Oh, that's, listen that's to this, bro. Advice. Listen to this, bro. Okay. Yeah, obviously, I'm Kyle Bowen, right? Uber's on me. The dinner's on me. Don't worry about it, baby. I'm gonna feed you, you know? Don't worry about it. But hey, I'm not gonna front. Like, she got me a crazy gift, yo. She got me. Give her one of these, yo, okay? She changed my life with a gift. Damn. What, what, what did I give her? I think I I think I probably gave her $35 worth of, you know, tickets to concerts. And there I was getting a gift that changed my life forever. That's yeah, pr pretty up there. Just it goes to show you, right? People, people think it's the dick game, okay? They probably listen to this and like, yo, this guy probably just does it, yo. He probably is in bed for 46 minutes. Every time, every time, the time on attack is so impeccable. He's got the hardest dick in the world. And look at him getting grand gifts, just grand gifts on Valentine's Day. But no, it's not because of that. It's because of all the flowers I've bought in her. Hey, speaking of flowers, is it time to give uh, JT, JT Miller flowers yet? Like, is he on his way out? Like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, man, the transition. Yeah. Yo, that, was, that wasn't bad, bro. That wasn't bad. Cause I was just put to I just I was just put to girly and just find out what that gift was. I want I want to know what changed your hey, life, man. man. Yo, man, just, she knows me well, bro. She knows me. You know why she knows me well? Communication. 
Okay, speaking of communication, how much communication is happening between JT Miller and his agent and the Vancouver Canucks? What's going on here? Is he going to New York? Yeah, I uh, I was talking to a couple of guys in the industry about this today because it's just like it's such a fascinating fucking debate. And I'm like, do you actually think this is going to happen? And almost all the guys I asked said there's a pretty, pretty high chance it happens. It just it seems like Rutherford wants to rebuild. You know, trading Miller makes too much sense based on like his value. And it'll depend whether he wants to stay in Vancouver, what kind of contract he wants to sign. But like, why wouldn't this guy go chase the money, right? So it seems like the stars are kind of aligning for him to move. And uh, especially with no games here over the, the last couple of days, it's uh, obviously a lot of fans to think about it more. And then you see Toffoli getting what he got in that deal with the Flames. And it's just like, you're thinking, man, how can the Canucks not get, you know, a first round pick and like two solid either players or prospects in this deal? Like they're probably going to get three really good pieces for Miller and they should. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard not to think of the possibility, and you know this. Uh, I think this management group, you know, there's they are new and getting together for the first time, and it's it's going to be a tough decision. But it's if this team kind of continues to play 500 hockey, and but even then, you you see how they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? They're just relying on Demko to save them games. I don't think it takes a hockey genius to figure out that this team's flawed. So oh, yeah, I, I think the odds are probably over 50 percent that Miller's gone before the deadline. It kind of feels that way, but. And again, I think the Canucks going into Terry could change that. And with JT Miller having still one year left on his deal, I know his value is at an all-time high, not just because of the points and what he's doing this season, but because the extra year at just like, what, five and a half plus, yeah. some, something around there is just so valuable. Like any team would want that. Yeah. It's so much. And, and just... that's why. Yeah, and that's Go why ahead. I think the, the clock's kind of ticking right yeah. now to make a deal. Because once the trade deadline passes, I mean, his value will drop. Right, yeah. because next year he's just purely a rental. He's going to be a UFA at the end of the year. So you're trading him now, and the team that's getting him is going to get him for two playoff runs. So, you know, his his value is not going to get higher than it is right now yeah. in the over these next few weeks. So yeah. now is the time to pull the trigger if uh, you, you don't think he's a part of the future in this with this Canucks team. And, and that's a interesting say interesting thing you say right there. Um, J T. Miller is he a, a part of the future? Probably not. But is J T. Miller? Someone that you'd want part of the future? For sure. For sure. How long he's, is he's this still guy? the Canucks best forward? Yeah, yo. And how long is he <laughs> going to be this good for? You know, nobody can, you know, jump into the future and predict that. But chances are just based on compete level and like how he plays the game. I just feel as if he still has these years ahead of him where he's going to be doing a lot of things. And come on, we, we talked about the competitive nature. The the dude seems real. The dude's gonna rip it up next season. He's going to rip yeah. it up next season. He's going to have an yeah. even bigger season, if not the same. And if you look at the numbers, he's a 90-point player, a damn good player. He does a lot of things. Uh, it's a it's an interesting predicament, but I think the Vancouver Canucks are going to get ahead of this and require assets and just stock the cupboards again. It, it pains me to say that because, hey, again, I got some old people in my life. And, again, I'm up there in this thing called life. I want to see meaningful hockey. I, I like checking the highlights and checking the standings every morning. It's It seems... As if my life kind of makes sense when those things are happening, right? When you're looking and you're, you're noticing that, the, oh, they're only like, what, five points behind uh, L.A. And they I know they got a couple games they have, but it don't matter. Hey, Anaheim's falling. Hey, there's there's a chance. There's a chance. It's it's an addition to, again, this thing called life. But, hey, reality is uh, this team is, yeah, somewhat flawed. And somewhat some, some would say very flawed. And requiring assets would benefit this team but then again like those assets have to hit and they've done this yeah, before and 100%. those assets never hit so i think 
I think this may be one of the biggest trades in Vancouver Canucks history. Holy, did I just say that? I think it's true because my people, my people of Vancouver, they cannot afford for a trade not to go their way. So if you're trading for assets and receiving assets for asset management purposes, you need those assets. Uh, I would say you need 80% of those assets to hit. Because you need yeah. this trade to, yeah, show the, the organization, the fan base that, okay, this year's not it, maybe next year too, blah, blah, blah. But you need you need a year off of that rebuild time because of this trade too. You get it? Like the players that they get in return have to do something for this organization in two to three years. It's just the case. Yeah, and, and the, like I said, two to three years is the timeline. And I think there is probably a desire to get like another first-round pick or another high pick in there. I mean, this team doesn't want to be trading away picks, and, and they are sort of second round this year. So, yeah. but yeah, it's it's it is fascinating too because you know there is this clock ticking on Miller, but you know Brock Besser is another guy too. It's yeah, yeah. JT Miller is the team's best player, and you think of Brock Besser and Elias Pettersson, like those are two pretty damn good players, and, and Miller's better than both of them. So, yeah, you talk about how long is Miller going to be productive for, and honestly, with injuries, you never know. But I think at worst. He's going to have a three more really good years in the NHL, just based on his trajectories, based on his comparables. But again, based on most of his comparables and how they performed, I think Miller's going to be a productive player until he's 35. I think he could have a good, like, three to six years left. And then. Three to so he six could years be part left. Of the next, yeah, he could be part of the next great Canucks team. But I think you are risking the biscuit a bit more just because he is, he is older. The but fuck, he's good. Fuck, he's good. Yeah, he's but good. yeah, it's, it's just a sad, it's a sad state of affairs. The Canucks do have some really talented players on this team, but the coverage has just been left dry and this, and this defense is dog shit still. And Jim Benning sucks. <laughs> yeah. But yo, I was getting, I was getting flashbacks today. You know, you're hearing rumors now about, you know, the Cucks want to target players in like that 20 to 25 range. Yeah. Like my first thought was, yo, they cannot fuck this up. They yeah. Really that's what I'm because, saying. They cannot you know, fuck the, it up from my, my sanity. Think about me. <laughs> Think about me. They cannot fuck this up. These trades have to hit. They have to yeah. fucking hit. Like the, the things could look cool. Oh, one prospect, one NHLer, still under the age of 23, a first-round pick, a second-round pick. Oh, that could look dope, but they got to hit. They got to hit. It can't just look cool. It can't just look cool. It's got to fucking hit for my sanity and for the trajectory of this team to somewhat change because it just has to. It just has to. This cannot be a seven- to eight-year thing again. It kind of does have to change in two or three years because a lot of people, including myself, will just give up. I'll just give up. So this trade has to work, okay? This trade has to work. Uh, JT Miller, uh, I fuck with you, man. You a uh, you a trooper. Ironically, probably one of the better trades Jim Benning made. But then you did mention Tyler Toffoli and seeing the package that he got. And yeah, come on, bro, like that just pissed me off because Toffoli's value was pretty high too, based on the fact that he got a pretty decent, cheap looking deal. You know, with long term. Yeah years attached to it and why did that happen because he walked away from vancouver because vancouver ran out of time because jim benning is jim benning is dumb that's enough jim benning talk all right all right that's a pretty mean thing to say let's be honest that's a pretty yeah. mean thing to say to call someone dumb who's probably made millions and has won a stanley cup blah 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 but i hey hey i'm just kyle bowen again mean though and that leads me to this i i saw a thumbnail okay only Kyle Bowen, not doing much in this thing called life, right? I saw a thumbnail, and it had something to do with dealing with this Ben Simmons situation from another glance, all right? Let's not criticize the dude if, again, he is going through some sort of sad 
moment in this thing called life. Oh, he has millions. He's a basketball player. He should suck it up. Get better at shooting. Blah, blah, blah. It's not the it's not the biggest of the deal that your whole team called you out. Blah, blah, blah last year. Uh, suck it up. Don't be sad. But let's say it did affect him. Uh, let's look at it a little differently and just listen to him. Listen to him. Listen yeah. to him. I wonder if something, not, not catastrophic, something beautiful happens out of the next couple months of Ben Simmons' career. Like, I, I wonder what he's going to say about what he went through last year. It, it seems as if, again, if you retweets and it's not doing much that his quote-unquote sadness is based on performance and again sports sports having other athletes and commentators and coaches call him out if that's the case it's not the worst thing in the world but I want to see how things change when it comes to these types of issues and athletes opening up about yeah like I sucked and because of it my life sucked too yeah I mean I think a guy in Benzema's position it's a lot to ask, but it would be neat if he could, you know, shed in, shed insight. I think a lot of people would listen to him. A lot of other people maybe go through mental health problems of their own would probably benefit from hearing what he has to say. And it's interesting, man. Like I just think about the NBA and there is this pretty interesting culture of just creating stars. Like we talk about how the NFL doesn't market stars. It feels like the stars of the NBA, like you know who the fuck they are. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a bigger sport, but I do feel like they're, they're marketed well. The guys put themselves out there, but you know, with that, there's just more scrutiny, right? And I just wonder if that that got to Ben Simmons a bit along the way. So, That's yeah, I'm excited for that. That's an interesting point. Started. Like this guy was maybe more of a star based on uh, the media's perception of him coming up. Maybe the commentators and the scouts and whatnot, you know, proclaimed that this dude was going to be fucking fantastic and you know change a franchise. You know, maybe that 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 was those people doing that and not a, a testament to uh, Ben Simmons' skill set. And he kind of got fucked for that. <laughs> he kind of got fucked for that because it's hard to live up to uh, the accolades if you're nowhere close to getting there. And then and then it goes from you you supposed to being really good, right? You're supposed to be really good, really fucking good, really good, and you're not that good, so you suck ass. So you suck ass and you're the worst thing in the sport when that's – Truly not the case, too. I, I don't watch a lot of basketball, right? Huh. I watch more porn than I watch basketball. I admitted that a couple times. I'm just telling you the truth, yeah. okay? Honest yeah. person, honest podcast. But it seems as if this dude's not the worst player in the world. He's probably in the top 75, I'm guessing. I'm guessing top 100. He doesn't suck. But again, he could have no, I, I, I think he's up there, man. Yeah. And, he's part, and he's part of your Brooklyn Nets, bro. Oh, uh, yeah, part of my... Hey, welcome, Ben Simmons. Welcome, Ben Simmons, <laughs> to my Brooklyn Nets. The big three, right, Kyrie Irving? The earth is flat, but it don't matter. You believe what you want. Kevin Durant, I'm going to go play with Steph Curry and, and do my thing, win a couple rings and get criticized. Hey, it don't matter. You're still a champion, okay? You're still a champion. And, and Ben Simmons, uh, you get trashed and you just walk away from the game. It's all good. It's all good, bro. You do you. You take care of yourself, okay? You take care of yourself. Hey, hey speaking man. of taking take care. care. So that's, that's, good advice. That's, that's good advice. That's good advice in general, man. I, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get my – I thought I just had a morning voice right now, but – I think I picked up another another little thing for my daughter, you know. I'm Ooh. starting to sound like a horse old man right now, but uh, we'll yeah. see if it improves as the day goes on, man. Yeah, man. I'll call you tomorrow, and we'll, we'll see if I have any voice. Just just love life, okay? Take care of yourself, okay? <coughs> Take care of yourself. And <clears throat> Trevor, remember, just because Valentine's Day week is over, you better f- love your wife, all right? <laughs> you better love your wife, all right? Even more than you did yesterday, okay? That is the, the goal in life. Okay, look at me again. Look at me again. I'm getting gifts on Valentine's Days. I'm not even doing much. All right? And it's not because my dick is good again. Okay? 
My dick, my dick is my dick. You know, just Kyle Bowser's dick, all right? It's because I, I treat her right, okay? Treat her right and get expensive things on Valentine's Day. Kyle Bound is a fucking champion. I can't believe it. I'm a champion. Yeah, I've turned the page, right? I don't need the Packers. I don't need the, I don't need the Canucks. I just need Kyle Bound. Thanks for your time, Trevor. You're on a roll, man. But if I if I want to be a champion, I better I better hang the fuck up on you and go hang out with my wife. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, please.